Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hiya. Back in the Snarf Talk world. Are we live? Are we live? Are we live? Are we going to do that every time this? from now on? Are we live? Hey, is, are people watching <laughs> us? Is, are we on? Pay attention to us. Look at us. Look <laughs> at Please, me. Please, look at me. I'm look important. Me. I am so important. Um, We are live. If you're out there in Snarf Talk land with us. The world. Give us a, a like. Maybe give us a share. Maybe a good thumbs up. We forgot to tell people to like and share. When people used to do that, our numbers went through the roof. I tell you what. We forgot to tell people to do it, and now they don't do it. And but then we, can, we didn't see the shares and the likes. Like us, share us, and follow us on Facebook. Look at that snazzy graphic there. I, I can't see you it. You can't see it. I haven't pulled this up yet, so I can't see it. And as always, uh, check us out on patreon.com slash snarfcomics, where you can go to support the show you for can? as little as $1 a month. That's cheap. We've been Chris. I've bought so many things at the gas station <laughs> worth more money than one dollar. I know, even worth more money than five dollars. I bought two Mountain Dew Zeros today, and it was buy two for three thirty three. I go to the gas station. What a weird number! And I like. drop some cash. You do? Oh my gosh! I spend way too much money at gas stations. Oh, I know. It's, it's because we live in the Midwest, it's and sickening. there is Casey's. Casey's, the money suck. Casey. The money suck of the Midwest. I ate. Uh, I uh, flew from my diet. Oh boy! Because Marley wasn't feeling well, she didn't want to eat keto because she was she's recovering mm-hmm. post COVID shot. And uh, that's rough. I ate Casey's pizza for dinner, taco pizza, but they were out of beef. They have no beef. So you, Casey says, no, 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 no beef, no beef for no you. Beef. So you had a turkey. Taco pizza. Oh, Italian sausage. Oh, that wouldn't be anywhere close to taco. Oh, Danny says, snarf diggity. I want to buy another shirt. Perfect. Yeah, we got them. I can hook you up. You want a hoodie? Dirk's here. Hey, yo, Dirk. I can't get anything to load on my computer. What um, did you do? I don't know. So, a little bit of a quick sponsor shout out. Got a new ha- I got a new hat this week. I see it. It's a different design from our newest sponsor, Roar Seed Solutions. If you're looking for solutions for your seed, Roar it up! Head on over to RoarSeedSolutions.com and see your finest brands ranging from Pro Harvest and other um, Brands. brands of corn, soybeans, small grains, forage crops, cover crops, all wow. of it. It's all there. It's all there, ripe for the picking. Can he Jerry. get me cereal rye? He can get you so much cereal rye, you'll be chewing on it for a month. Can he get me Kentucky bluegrass? Absolutely. Because it seems like all my grass that I planted died recently because of no water. Yeah, you should water it. Oh, that's so much work. Anyway. Do or, you water your grass? No, I don't water my grass. Yeah, exactly. Roar Seed Solutions. You're going to hear us roar. That's their new catch line. Uh, I just made uh, it. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> yeah. So Katy Perry. Roar though. It's roarer. Roarer. Roarer seed solutions. Oh, I didn't know that. Um. Anyway, Mr. Jerry. Yes. That's me. Now that all that's all done, mm-hmm. how's it going? You know, it's going. Um, we've had a week. It's been a bit of a week. It's been a week. Um, but other than that, I mean, I think we're pretty solid. Yeah. Everything's pretty solid. I've got nothing to complain about. 
Um, you got I, no uh, string, spring stretchers? I don't. We have a new segment called Unpopular Opinions, Chris. We're going to do that in a little bit. We'll do it in a little bit, but I don't necessarily have spring stretchers, but I've got many unpopular opinions in my <laughs> life that I just don't get. I don't get why people are on the other side. Yeah. You know? Okay. I have one, but we're not going to do that yet. Okay. Um, right. Okay. Nothing okay. exciting happening here, except I did, I did get some beef, Jerry. Oh, you did? I okay. got I got some beef brought for me to the... To you. Not to oh, no. me. Brought to the locker. To the locker. Yeah. So I had to give them my cut instructions. Yeah. To this day, it's always like the most nerve-wracking, anxiety-filled <laughs> what? phone call. Why? I don't know. There's so many, there's so many possibilities. I get it. Not nerve-wracking, I should say, but just like... They walk you through the steps, I, What am I going to do? What do I want to do? I know you can so really got, screw up your meat. I got a half a beef. Okay, from, a half. Uh, um, we'll do a plug for uh, Mike Lowry. Mike Lowry. Lowry Farms. Uh, not gonna lie, I've got a lot of beef from a lot of people. Uh-huh. And it's all good, and I don't want to disparage anybody. Yeah, but that is by far the best beef I've ever had in my life. Would you call it a cut above? It is a cut above. <laughs> yeah, it's very good beef. I've honestly never had Mike Lowry's. Because his direct competitor is his cousin, Gary, <laughs> who is my father-in-law, who also yeah. raises beef. I've never had Gary's, so I can't compare the two of those. I don't complain. Um, I think it's good, good beef. But anyway, I, so the big thing with this time is I wanted just to get more ground beef because mm-hmm. I feel like we get all, all these roasts. I love roasts. I, love, I like roasts. Everybody likes roasts. The yeah. problem with roasts are... You never get around to the right time to make them. And Planning. Then, and then you got to plan ahead, right? Yeah. It's easy to pull out a one-pound thing of ground beef. So, of course, I get all the steaks. Oh, yeah. And I get them. You better. Inch cut. Cut an inch thick. Yeah, I like that. Um, I don't, don't give me no three-quarter. That's silly. Silliness. Um, Lesser than. Usually, almost. I get the organs. I opted out this time. What do you get? Like, what organs? Yeah, well, you get organs? Yeah, they'll give you the liver, heart. I always get the heart. Tongue. I've gotten the tongue before, but I'm not a big tongue fan. You know, I, I always get them. I never get liver. And I always have high... I like liver. I like heart. And I like tongue a lot. I actually grew up eating tongue. My grandma used to of course you slice did. it and pan fry it like spam. Delicious. Really? Yeah. Here's the thing, though. You know, I never use them. I just they just sit in the freezer. I know, and then I never get around to using them. And then they're always just left there. And then you don't know how old they are. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just, I'm done with it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Let's, I'm gonna be realistic. Um. So I got my steaks. I got. So I I kept two roasts: the sirloin tip roast. Yeah. And the like chuck it. roast. Yep. And the other roasts I just had ground. The lesser roasts. Yeah. I don't think that's a problem. No. Um, I, and I kept the ribs, of course. I got the heart the last time, last year. I got the heart, and I was like all about it. I want that beef heart. Give me that beef heart. Had this giant heart. It's, They're massive. And it's so good. It's good if you do it if correctly. It it's right. tough. It can be very you tough. you got to real slow cook it. But if you cook it correctly, it's very, very good beef. It's very beefy. And I was so excited about it. I was going to plan a dinner around this giant beef heart. And then just today, literally just today, I opened the freezer and I was like, ooh, what's this? And I grabbed this giant hunk of meat and I look at it and I was like, oh, a beef heart. 
from well over a year ago. Yeah. That now I'm not going to use. You're not going to use it. Once you leave it in the freezer. It, I over feel the a same year, way about the stew meat. I always have. I love the stew meat. I okay. do love stew meat. I always get it. We never cook it. And then it's always just there. So this time I'm just like, you keep your stew meat. So I just pulled keep out. Your stew meat to stick it where the sun don't shine. I just pulled out a bunch of stew meat today. I was pulling out pieces of beef today to thaw out, to cook. I was like planning for like over the weekend and over like multiple days. And I got these big hunks of meat out to thaw out and, and cook. And I had multiple packages of stew meat that I feel like it will still be good. Think they'll still be good. Yeah, I don't want them freezer burnt. Um, and I think I'm gonna have a lot of stew meat in the future because <laughs> I'm thawing it out right now. So you know who was also a rather large cattle farmer? Who? Steel Farms. Dirk. Yeah. So Dirk, I'd be interested to hear your cut instructions from an expert because I am by no means an expert. I had some dairy cattle, mm-hmm. dairy cows when I was a kid for 4-H. Yep, you did. Uh, we had goats. A llama, some various... Oh, you had a llama? Snails. <laughs> Snail, okay. <laughs> We're not going to get into the snails. Why did you have a llama? I've told the story about the llama before. We had a llama. It didn't last long. <laughs> I didn't. It I don't died, remember this. It died of unnatural, or natural causes. Was it? Yes, it was. Was it natural causes? Yes, yes. Tell the truth. It was natural causes. Did you kill the llama? No, the the, okay. the the llama died. I don't know. We had a llama though. It was just out in the pasture grazing. Yeah, it, it was because along with the goats. It was the donkey. The donkey also was a problem with the llama. Really? Yeah. Beat the hell out of it, yeah. didn't it? So you had llama donkey fights and never put any of it on the internet. No, actually, and we called that show "Goat Kicking Donkeys." Yeah, but it wasn't a donkey that kicked the goats to death. It was the llama. It was? I, no, I thought it was the donkey that I kicked the I can't remember go- now. It's been no, so long. You told me the donkey kicked the goats. Okay, I don't know. And I, it was I, called I the, remember. Yeah, the, goat kinkin, the goat kicking donkey, not the donkey kicking goats. Isn't that what you just said? Steaks, roasts, and grind it is what uh, Dirk, Dirk said. Steaks, yes. Roasts. I mean, which roasts? So you take all the roasts. You know, which specific type of roast? Sirloin tip and chuck I kept. What are the other ones? There's like a uh, round roast and there's a couple other ones. You can get a prime rib, like a rib roast. Lamageddon, Craig said. So we got to catch up with some of these comments. Lamageddon, Uh, yeah. Danny said we need a, we need eye trees, mature tree, two of them for a job. Biggest one you can get. I got some big trees. The government will buy them from you. So here's what you need to do. But how big, though? Big. Is, like, tree spade big? We can go up to four inch. So it'd be a 20-foot 20, 20 tall maple. How big of a tree do you need? Mature. You don't want to go bigger want, than that. I want a semi-truck bringing no, no, you don't. a huge tree you don't want onto that. the site. Trust me. The bigger the tree, the harder they are to reestablish. Not for me. Yes, for you. <laughs> no. So you spend a bunch of money, and you are at way higher risk of re- that reestablishing that tree. Oh. But if you're, if you're intent on that, I can hook you up with some other people. But I would say the right size for that job would be three, three and a half. If you want to go four, that's fine. It's a baby tree. I don't like to go bigger than four inch. Those risky. are baby trees. But either way, it's yeah. It's a 20-foot tall maple. I mean, I'm going to need two trees. I don't get to pick who the government buys them from, though. 
Well, that's dumb. Yeah, I don't get that. Because everybody in Illinois buys trees from me. I get it. That's fine. <laughs> and I can suggest that, but it is on a contract above my head that somebody else dictates. Okay. Anyway, you want to contact Marley Harford at itrees.com. Oh, who's she? By emailing info at itrees.com. Um, somebody you know? That is my wife. Oh. My wife. Okay. So this is an inside job. I get it. <laughs> Danny said, don't start this hot dog BS again. Let them do their thing. No, we're not. I saw the comment of if the hot dog is a sandwich, and it's not. We've already covered that. They're killing our two best trees. I've heard that. They are killing your two best trees. Yep. It's we've ridiculous. talked about it. It is. It's absolutely. Ridiculous. I don't get a choice. I don't get to dictate whether or not they cut the trees down. It has to happen. Because no matter what, when the construction happens, they will die. They will die. Yeah. And, you know, are these going in the area that everything's been run over and compacted? Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, man, you're going to have a hard time getting these trees to establish even more well, that'll reason be, for smaller trees. Yeah, but that'll be years from now that's been compacted. So, like, they're running over all the ground right now, but the job doesn't happen until 2023, and then they won't plant them till late 23, so, like, two years from now. Okay. At least over two years from well, now. Well, you want to plant your four-inch tree. That's the, that's the biggest size I would go. And then you want to rototill. Like the area a, around it? Yeah. Like rototill a huge area and then plant the tree? In the middle, yeah. Okay. After the tree's planted. Why didn't you tell me that on my own yard? Because you don't need to. You don't have massive compaction issues there. I think I did. No. That's why I got all that dye back. Nah. I got that, uh, what's that one tree that turns real red? Uh, Autumn Blaze Maple? Yeah, that one. Die the top of it died off. It's fine. Just prune it out. It'll be fine. So can I trim the whole top of it? Yep. Marley told me don't cut the main stem that comes up out of the middle of the tree because it would look goofy. It'll It'd be, be like good. almost like a V. It'll be fine. It better be. <laughs> In twenty be. years, if that tree still looks goofy, it won't. I want a refund. It won't. It'll be fine. Trim it back. Trim out anything dead. Okay, I've done almost all of that. Yeah. I mean, that main trunk, if there's, if there's still green or there's life in it, leave it alone. No, there isn't. Okay, trim it back. It's fine. Are you sure? Yeah, and then cut back the other things to make it look more normal. Gosh, it feels like a lot of cutting on a tree. You can do a lot of cutting on trees. And it won't affect them? Listen, you're not going to plant Japanese maples. No, I don't They're like them. for landscaping. Who said that? Danny. We don't want Japanese maples. They're like, you put them up in the landscape. You want to put like a little landscape bed around your office, then you could put one of those in there. They're little. Listen, Dan, you figure out a landscape plan and present it to me and I'll look at it <laughs> and we'll figure out what we're going to plant. Okay. Because you also don't want a walnut or a shagbark hickory because shagbark hickories aren't, are not well established this far north and they're very hard to transplant. What's wrong with walnuts? Walnuts, you got to start them a lot smaller. They're not a good to start at a large size. Really? Yeah. I love walnut. They don't transplant well. I love walnut for their wood. Okay. But I, I, I can get you better trees that look cooler than walnuts, but still have the same properties, like a Kentucky coffee tree. Really? Yeah. Do you actually get coffee? Oh, yeah. Coffee beans? No. No? No, but it grows bean pods, but some of them are seedless, too. There's different kinds. There's an espresso coffee tree. So it's dirty. Seedless. It's no. a dirty tree. An espresso coffee tree is seedless. I like that. Mm -hmm. But a Kentucky coffee tree will be dirty and fall. No. Have pods falling all over. No, and... they're not super dirty. What's not super dirty in your world? A regular coffee tree, mm -hmm. only the males or the females, one of the two, produce pods. 
How can you tell the difference between a male and a female tree? By whether or not they produce pods. That's it? <laughs> yeah, but you don't know until well after they're grown. Oh, really? Yeah. That seems like an whether issue. Whether they're male or female. Wow. So you could have one year where you're like really rare on male trees. Or it could be rare to have female trees. Yeah, but most of ours now are the uh, seedless, the espressos. So it's a non-issue. Wait, so not every tree pollinates? There's seedless trees. No, I know, but I'm saying like between male and female, like the male would pollinate a female tree to create fruit, right? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not all are self-pollinating. So uh, a female tree of any variety is just going to die. It's not going to... Pr- like certain varieties of apple trees, you got to have two of them, right? One as a pollinator. And I always one. heard that, yeah. But they're not uh, male and female. I don't know how that works. I'm not the expert here. Oh, who is? <laughs> on male and female I didn't know that was a thing. I really, trees. I really didn't know that was a thing between trees, that there was like a male and female. I thought they were a self-pollinating thing, like corn. Yeah, uh, most are. Uh, black locust, Dirk said. We have a very, very popular tree is the black locust. Those um, are the ones with the thorns. No, that's wrong. The ones in the woods with the thorns is a honey locust. Oh. Honey locusts are also bred to be thornless and podless, but the ones that are wild out in the woods have thorns and pods. Huge thorns. Yeah. Cause terrible infection. But no landscaping honey locusts have any pods or thorns. They're all seedless. They're all thornless. When we first moved into the they're, house. They're called we... the thornless cockspur. Or that's the hawthorn. Never mind. Thornless honey locust. Yeah, you were wrong. Um, when we first moved into the house, we removed a lot of those trees with the giant ass thorns, like that are two to three inches long. Yeah. You know, and have a huge diameter to the base. Removed a bunch of them, but all of those thorns were still in the ground, like laying around. And we thought we cleaned up the majority of it, but you can't see a lot of those thorns. And Grant was climbing on a big dirt pile rolling down the dirt pile and he never told us he was stabbed by anything. He just told us he hurt his arm. And so Amy for the longest time thought he had a fracture, thought he fractured his arm. So we took him to the emergency room and they gave him an x-ray and they're like, he's got a giant puncture wound that sealed itself over like what? And so then they found it and he did, he got stabbed by one of those, uh, thorns and it caused a huge infection in his arm because they're incredibly dirty and it was a puncture wound that nobody treated and it just like closed over on the top all we saw was this tiny little scab on his arm so amy like i said immediately thought he fractured his arm because of how it swelled up and was red nope just a terrible infection from one of those thorns there you go it's awful get them off your property take them out i hate them they're invasive i've also Flattened a lot of tires from them. For sure, yeah. They're huge. It's amazing. It's literally... Oh, I ruined that. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're literally like a pencil. Yeah. Like a pencil size, just stabbing into people and animals and just murdering everything. And tires. They're completely static, but, you know, people run it. <laughs> it's awful. Trees oh. are the worst. That's all I got to say. All right. You need to cut down every tree you have. Disagree. Agree to disagree. Okay. Is that one of your unpopular opinions? Or are we it, doing it that It should next? be. It should be an unpopular is opinion. This, are we trademark, uh, trademarked against this? Because that is like a very famous podcast. 
unpopular opinions. It is? And YouTube show. Yeah, they have a theme song. It's like, they always have, it's like a celebrity, this guy, and it's always a celebrity, like a big celebrity. But wait. And it's called Unpopular Opinions, and they have a theme song that they always get the celebrity to sing, and it's like, unpopular opinions. Tell us something that you would like to know, or something like that. Um, no, why would we be? No, why would we be trademarked against? Well, a you came up segment? with the idea, and you weren't even aware of it, so no. obviously we're good. And it's a random segment of our show. We don't base our entire show off of True. that. <clears throat> you want to get into it? I've got plenty. I got, I got one, and you can start. Okay. Um, I feel like I know the one you have. Is it the one we discussed last weekend? Um, I don't know. At the birthday party? I don't remember. <sighs> Is it about footwear? Yes. Okay. That's all I need to know. Because you I, saw my sheet. No. I remember the conversation we had okay. last Friday, and I don't want to bring up whatever your unpopular opinion is because I'm going to agree with it. Okay. Um, I have multiple others. Have you ever heard of the candy... Mambas. No. You've never had a mamba? Mamba. Mm, let me look up the packaging. It is like a gelatin, like maybe a pectin-based candy that is chewable. I've never. I've Now that you say it, I've seen that. I've never had one. Really? No. Well, what I was going to say is my unpopular opinion is that I prefer mambas over oh, Star. I've had those. Over, I've had them. Over Starburst. I don't remember what they taste like. They're like a direct competitor, and they've a, always been less. They're around. a rectangular Starburst. Yes. Yeah. And everybody you always get, loves Starburst. I've only Starburst. had them at like Halloween or something like that. People buy Starburst way more than they would ever buy Mambas. But I'll tell you right now, I will buy a Mamba every day before a Starburst. Really? If there were only two selections, I will grab a Mamba over them. It is a better flavor. It is such a better chew. It's softer. It's easier on the teeth. It's just a better chewing candy. And they're vegan. I didn't know that. But Starburst aren't. That's fine. They contain gelatin. Oh, yeah. You could tell that Mamba doesn't contain gelatin. <laughs> it's soft. It's so much softer. Because you can like press them down with your hand. It's almost like a taffy, but a harder taffy. Like a chewable taffy. Yeah. Chewier taffy. Okay. I guess. But the flavor, though. So much better. Anybody that says that they love Starburst, like, oh, give me the red and pink Starburst. Oh, those are my jams. We're going to buy whole bags of pink and red Starburst. That's a joke. Dirk said uh, they're like now and laters. But aren't now and laters like the little pills? No, now and laters are squares. But they are so much oh harder. Gosh, I don't remember now and laters either. I know what he's talking about. And now and laters are good, but they are like very tart, almost sour. And they're they're a lot harder to chew. Now they're that very I, hard. I do remember now and later's. They're very hard. They're yeah. brittle almost. Yeah. Uh, my my sister loved now and later's. I've always been a mamba guy. They're softer to chew. Just a better mouth feel. Craig said Starburst minis are better than regular Starburst or Mambas. I've no. never even heard of those. You know why they aren't? Because the <clears throat> flavor is not as good. Mambas have have cornered the market on flavor. For chewable taffies or pectin based. Okay. There's, I mean, I've never had a Starburst mini or ever heard of them, but oh, yeah, I have. According to Dirk, it saves on the unwrapping, so they must be unwrapped. 
Um, a lot of Mambas is a difficult unwrapping situation. But the mini Starburst are already unwrapped. They are. In a They're bag. loose. Yep. Mm. And then Adam says, Hi-Chew? Hi-Chew all the way? I've, I don't know if I've ever had a Hi-Chew. Hi-Chew candy. I've never heard of that. Hmm. Um, let me check it up. Let me check it out. Dirk, you haven't had a stale mamba. It's not possible. I've never seen a haichu before. I've never even seen that package. Where Dirk, is this guy from? Where Adam, where are you from? Dwight. That must be a Dwight thing. <laughs> I guess. Maybe. That's probably where the haichu factory I've is. Never, yeah, I've never had a haichu either, and I honestly, I don't think I've ever heard of it. Dirk says maybe I've only had stale mambas. It's No, you can't. They, the, the only problem I have with mambas is their wrapping situation. So you get a, a long rectangular package, right? It's about yay long, you know, six inches, whatever. You open up the outside package, and then there's three separate packages inside of it that you also have to unwrap. You unwrap those, then the individual candy is also wrapped. Really annoying. A lot of unwrapping, a lot of things to do. Uh, but but actually, it's every kind of brilliant, flavor, though, because when you open a whole thing of Starburst, well, I guess they're all individually wrapped. Individually wrapped, but they're loose. You could have three packets of Mambas that you could disseminate to whoever you wanted. If you don't like a certain flavor, give it away to somebody. I wish they were in, in a whole in package. the thirds, yeah. but then when you unwrapped that, they were all unwrapped. Unwrapped, I know. I agree that, with that's that. That's how many you're going to eat. I agree with that as well. I eat the entire package in one sitting because you have to. Wow. It's, you can't stop your body from doing it. Um, and I even, I love the yellow. I love the orange. And there's two different kinds of red. I love the like yellow Starburst. They're my favorite Starburst. Is that an unpopular opinion? I think so. I also like the banana. What are those? No, not nerds. nerds. No. What's the little hard candies that are fruit shaped? Oh, shoot. I remember what you're talking about. Um, I thought that was a nerd. It's not nerds. It's a... Oh, goodness. goodness. Runts. Runts. Yeah. I don't mind the banana runts. Banana runts. A lot of people hate them, but I don't mind the banana runts. I'm telling you, any, any runts flavor... Runts are trash. That's trash candy. Man. It is. That's Willy Wonka. I don't mind any flavor of Mamba really at all. I think they're all very, very delightful. I think they have done the best job at flavoring candy for what it needs to be flavored. Okay. Uh, Craig said, preference for regular or sours? Inquiring minds want to know. I hate anything sour. Um, I love Sour Patch Kids. Mm -mm. They're the best. Um, mm -mm. Nope. I, I like sour. I, I'm going to go sour. I am. For most things, I like sour. I will always go regular. Have you ever had sour beer? Sour beers? Oh, yeah. Love them. They're fine. I like them a lot. A sour beer isn't the same as like a sour candy. Absolutely though. not. I like sour candies too. I don't no. like uh, nuclear warheads or anything like that, but. I, I'm not a big sour guy. I used to be. I'm not anymore. I don't know. I mean, Sour Patch Kids are so good. And I found a company. They're good when they're not sour. Well, After you get rid of the sour, they're good. They have non-sour Sour Patch Kids because okay, we, well, we got some at the uh, Those I would get. Day. So those are just called what? Kids? Sweet kids. I have this video of Cash when he's like two years old. Candy kids. And he's sitting in the back of in the car seat, and we're videoing him. I'll post it to our webpage because it's adorable. Yeah. And he's sitting there with a giant bag of Sour Patch Kids, and he's eating them. And he goes, "I don't like sour kids," <laughs> but then he just keeps eating them. Yeah. 
And every time he eats one, he's like, <laughs> pucker in his face. He's yeah. like, I don't like sour kids. And but he, he keeps can't eating stop. Them. And then we say something like, but you're still eating them. He goes, I love sour kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, I don't know. I'm not doing it right, but it's great. Yeah. Post it. Social media. Oh, Snarf talk. There's so many. Um, um, no, I, I've never been a sour guy. I won't be a sour guy. Distill sours. Distill has very good beers, Adam says. Adam says distill sours. I agree. Like, distill has very good beers. But Is that the one in Bloomington? Yes. Yeah. Yep. It's We're a going whole there for restaurant. Soon. Um, Th- there's Mamba Sours? I don't believe you're going to have to try it. Uh, my unpopular opinion. Okay. Yeah, that was just my first one, guys. I don't care for flip flops. Oh. <laughs> you couldn't have said anything better right now. <laughs> I still will wear them occasionally. I've worn them. There's only times. one brand I will wear, and it's not to utilize the flip flop mentality. It's because the soles are so comfortable. I think they're called Sanooks. Okay. And they're amazingly comfortable. You brought up the best argument I've ever heard in my life when it came to flip flops. Because we were talking last Friday about this. Oh, yeah. Uh, again, I was you bring don't that remember, up. but. Um, no, I do remember that. You do remember that? Okay. So I also despise wearing any type of sandal. Uh, I'm yes, talking about sandals, sandals, flip-flops, any of that stuff. If you remember, I had a big issue a couple of years back with the fact that everybody started using the word slides all of a sudden. Like yes. it's a normal thing that I've never heard before in my life until... Because you slide your foot in it. But nobody ever said it. And then everybody started saying it overnight and it, pretending like they'd been saying it their whole lives. Yeah. It, it's mind-blowing to me. It's made up. It was, it was like made up overnight. It was like it was at the Twilight Zone or something. It was overnight. The pump pumpkin spice generation of women came up with the word slide slides. slides I yeah. guess I don't know. Um, but your argument with flip flops was wonderful. You said they go flip flop flip flop, and they do, and they do do that. But why does one say flip and one say flop? Shouldn't they both either say flip, 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 or flop, 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 flop? They're the same shoe on a foot doing the same motion regardless of what you do. The same distance from your ears. Yeah, everything is the same. It's only the left and right that makes it a difference. So is it the curvature of the shoe that makes the flip and the flop? I have no idea, but here's... Is the right the flip and the left the flop? Here's, here's my running theory on this, that maybe they don't make the sound flip-flop, but we're so programmed to think to that there's doing the sound flip-flop that we can't unhear it. Have you ever heard, like, it's like one of those things with the Yanny, remember? Yeah, yes. Or, or Laurel, Laurel, Weasel, or whatever it is. Yanny. Once you hear the other one, you can't hear the old one again because it's, like, programmed into your brain. Yeah. So I think that's the flip-flop thing. So you're saying we've been, like... Our minds have been warped. That's by... not Adam's wrong. He says up, step, flip, down, step, flop. That's not what it is. The both the flip and the flop is it hitting your foot after yeah. your foot picks it's, up. Yeah, you you land your foot, you curl it down to the ball of your foot, and it will as soon as you pick up, it slaps the bottom of your foot. That's right? the sound. That's the only That's sound. That's the they only make. sound you're getting. It's not. It's not the connection with the ground or any of that. It is the connection with your foot. After you pick it up, yeah, because it'll slap against your foot, and that is the either the flip or the flop. 
Now, if you're a flop, that's fine. Maybe I'm a flip. But it has to only be one of those sounds. And if you're one, and, and, and a, a guy brought this up to me uh, that, that, that night. He said, what if you're one, only have one leg? Say you got a peg leg on one. So you have one foot with a flip-flop. Is it still making the flip-flop sound? Or is it then, is it flip, 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 flip? It could be. I don't know. It could only be, maybe it's only a flop, 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 flop. We need to test it out. I think we do. All you need to do is keep a shoe on one foot and a <laughs> flip-flop on the other. We could test this. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> No, I really do think it'll be only, it's only one sound when you hear it from one Then why? Device. Why do you get it to two different, I don't know, somebody smarter it's, than us. It's different to. resonances off of your feet. I guess. Maybe one, I mean, no foot is created equal, right? Well, one side, it's the, I don't know, Jerry, it doesn't make sense. I think it's the curvature of the shoe. What, both? They're both the same. No, they're not. They're opposite each other. Otherwise, they don't fit your feet. I don't know about that. If they were both the same, you'd wear two right shoes. And then they'd be shaped the same, and they might make the same sound. But when they're shaped opposite, you get a flip and a flop. I guess. That must be it. But I agree. I hate those. I hate them. I don't want to wear them. I want no part of it. Uh, Let's see. What's my next one? My next one is... Man, this is going to go deep. I think a lot of people will hate me for this. I like coffee, okay? I do. Love it. Drink coffee every morning. I personally believe that Dunkin', Starbucks, or literally any other coffee brand is severely overrated and unnecessarily, like unnecessary to human consumption. I would much rather make coffee at home, put it in a cup, and take it to work than go pick up anything from any store because a they'll charge you an arm and a leg b you put unnecessary things in the coffee that you don't actually need and you probably wouldn't do it at home because it's not available to you and c it's just generally not that good a coffee i don't think duncan or starbucks is good i've had uh dutch brothers i believe once i thought that was okay caribou coffee in an actual store is okay but it's also those coffees I would buy for home and, and like brew them. But going to Dunkin' or Starbucks, I guess it's just against those two. I'll, I would say it's just against those two. Both of those coffees are terrible, and I think it's really unnecessary to go buy them at all. Because you can go to a gas station and get better coffee. You can go to McDonald's and get better coffee. McDonald's coffee rocks. I'm going to tell you what. McDonald's coffee's really it's good. It's good. That's good coffee. I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion. I also agree that both Dunkin's and Starbucks. So I used to hate Starbucks coffee. Like, literally hated it. I would go there when there was only one. I won't get coffee. I don't get coffee at those places. When there was only one in this area was in Manuka. I'd go, if I was going somewhere or I was in the area, I'd maybe grab it. And I don't know if I just wasn't a big coffee drinker back then as much, but it would give me like super jitters. Like if it's like overly caffeinated. Oh, really? Um, that doesn't happen to me anymore. So no, did. I've never had that problem. I just, I just generally think it's not good coffee. No, I agree. I don't enjoy any of their coffee, and all of their coffee, like iced coffees, are not good. Iced coffee to me in general is stupid. I can't drink it. You know what I don't like about iced coffee? I love iced coffee, but you know what the problem with it is? I just think iced coffee is so dumb. Go ahead. I love it, but here's the problem with it: that you get this big cup full of ice. 
very little coffee, <laughs> yeah. and you drink it down with a straw in like two seconds, and the whole thing's gone. And you're like, that was four dollars or whatever. That costs. Yeah, you absolutely. Know I mean? Here's the thing, though. Nobody likes a cup of coffee that has went cold and is sitting there. Like you've got a room temperature coffee, basically, and that you have brewed this morning and you only drink half of it. And then you go take a sip of it and it's cold. It's room temperature now. And you're like, oh, no, no, no but it's ice cold. You're like, oh, that's terrible. Ice cold. So different. why don't you put ice in it and then just drink that old ass coffee and say like, man, what good. Oh, my gosh. This is such good iced coffee now. You can do that. Yeah. You can. Nobody does that. <laughs> Everyone thinks it's gross because it's old coffee. I would agree. It is old coffee and that is gross. But that is what you're doing with iced coffee. You're taking good hot coffee and then making it cold. Why well, I, I enjoy iced coffee quite a bit. Stupid. Iced coffee, stupid. Danny said, Gerald Bartholomew Snyder, what the fuck, dude? Duncan Coslin would have had a heart attack if you heard that. Joseph. Joseph, sorry. Yeah, Joseph. Jocelyn. (laughs) I don't know where you got that. I don't know where I got that. Um, No, Duncan and Starbucks are are just, it's not good coffee. I think it's terrible. I'd never buy it. You will never catch me buying it. I will, I will say that I think Dunkin' is worse than Starbucks. For sure it is. Um, Dunkin', Do- Dunkin' Donuts has the worst coffee, bar none, of it any is of the coffee places. Not good. So we're solidifying the fact we are not going to be sponsored by no. Dunkin' or Starbucks. I'll take the sponsorship of McDonald's, though. Their coffee's fantastic. I tell you what. It's real good. I like that coffee. Yeah. I also like... Um, they don't promote themselves as, as a coffee place, though. Gas stations don't uh, promote themselves. McCafe? They have that as a sublet of their, the overarching brand. I think that's a huge part of their business now. McDonald's does not promote themselves as a coffee business. I'm telling you, I think that's a huge part of their business now. McDonald's promotes themselves as a fast food place with coffee. I don't know, man. And then you have Starbucks and Dunkin' that promote themselves as coffee places. Donuts. Starbucks does not do donuts. No, they promoted Dunkin themselves. Donuts is more about donuts than coffee. They were more about donuts than coffee until they got rid of the donuts out of their label. (laughs) And now it's just Dunkin' because what came for them, like what came to fruition is that they sold more coffee than donuts because guess what? Their donuts suck too. They got terrible donuts. They're not good. No, their donuts suck. It's not good. Not good donuts. Not good coffee. The wife saying your Dunkin' opinion is very unpopular. Dunkin' Donuts is trash, man. You it know is. What, I'll take this further. Um, I don't mind Dunkin' coffee at home, like if you buy it in the store. Like a Keurig thing? Yeah, but whatever. Starbucks coffee, like brew coffee that you buy at the store, I don't like it. It's not good. It's not good. I don't know. That's, that's my unpopular opinion. I don't need to tell you how much more I hate it. I just feel like it is overhyped, overdone. People... I mean, and you I want- see Starbucks stores going up all over the place. Everybody's been hyping yeah, there's the, two new, in Morris now. the new Starbucks store that went in, in Morris, and there is a line around that store all the time. So I understand a lot of people enjoy that place and, and like that coffee. I just I don't get it. I would, I would stop at uh, Circle K or BP for coffee before I'm going to go there. Get some Ronco or Renoco. Renoco. Marley is obsessed with this drink at Starbucks called like the dragon juice. It's called like dragon juice or dragon drink. Okay. Um, it's like a dragon fruit um, juice. I'm going to look it up. Dragon drink 
Starbucks. Um, she's absolutely, it's a tropical inspired pick me up crafted with a refreshing combination of sweet mango and dragon fruit flavors. It's hand shaken with creamy coconut milk, ice, and a scoop of real diced dragon fruit. Contains caffeine. So she with real diced dragon meat? <laughs> dragon fruit. Oh, oh okay. Um, she was obsessed with this and just been touting it for like months. So we go there. Where, where was it at? It's from Starbucks. Oh, okay. So we go there, and I'm like, okay, I got to try one of these. Yeah. So I got the most obnoxiously pink drink you've ever seen in your life in a giant cup. Yeah. And we had to go somewhere with it. As soon as they hand it to me, I'm like, I'm not, I can't, I'm not going anywhere with this thing. It's a giant pink drink. Like bright pink? Bright pink. Like hot pink. So I've witnessed her drink one of these, and I was driving alongside of her in, in Morris, and Amy and I drove alongside of her the entire length of the town, waving to her, honking the horn of our car. She's too into that dragon drink. And she was into it. She was into it. She eventually saw us only because Amy took a Snapchat of her and sent it to her. And then she saw the Snapchat and realized we were next door. Well, anyway. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. Um, I, so I ordered one. It is the most disgusting thing I've ever drank. It's undrinkable. I don't know how she drinks it. It's so bad. Is it... What what don't you like about it? Like the flavor wise, is it bitter? Is it too it's sweet? Bitter. Is it like it's it's bitter and weird. Conflicting flavors. Yeah, it's not good. I don't I don't know how to expound on it. It's just not good. I like dragon fruit as a fruit. Adam says I did love the bikini baristas in Washington. <laughs> Dirk says best cut on the dragon is the tail head. <laughs> I would agree. Um, <laughs> What do you get? What do you put in your coffee? This will be an unpopular opinion, maybe. Um, normally, I only drink it black. This isn't unpopular. It's just a hot button issue, right? What people put in their. I, li- I drink every single morning, I drink black coffee, straight black coffee. That's all I do. Um, if I'm feeling fancy, I may put sugar in it. Yeah. And I think sugar is great. If I'm feeling even fancier, I'll put sugar and French vanilla cream in it. That's rare, though. Yeah. It's rare that I'll put any cream. French vanilla. I only do the French vanilla. Um, other than that, I'm very basic. Like, I put the same thing in no when matter it comes, what. Half and half and two packets of stevia. Oh. No, I'm a, I want it as bitter and hard as you can give it to me. I want you to punch me in the mouth with a sledgehammer in the morning with this just hard, harsh-tasting wretched black tar there you go you know not heroin not black tar heroin i got this coffee black maker tar at coffee. home which it kind of annoys me on one hand because it's the pods are so expensive that it's obnoxious mm-hmm. it's a what's the fancy one with george clooney uh yep that one uh nespresso es- nespresso i got a nespresso for my uh for my mom for a um anniversary gift mm-hmm. and the, it is annoying because the pods are really expensive but damn does it make good coffee? Really? The pods are like a dollar a piece, so a cup of coffee is a buck. And I like, I like a, a flavored coffee here and there. No, it's, and you can get anything. You can get regular coffee. You yeah. can also, they have smaller ones that are shots of espresso. Okay. You can get um, any flavor you want. But it, it makes like a foam at the top. Oh, yeah. I like a brown foam. It's not foam, but it has a name. Marley would yell at me for not knowing it. It's is it? It's a foam. It's not foam. It's a uh, something frappe. Yeah, something like that. And anyway, it's um, froth. Froth. 
Sure. Right? You have a frother. No, but it's not that. This comes out, just comes out of the machine that way. Oh. Anyway, it makes the smoothest, best tasting coffee. You can drink it black and it tastes like it has cream in it. It's that good. When do I get to try this? Whenever you want. Come to my house. Oh, it's at your house? Yeah. I thought you said it was at your mom's. No, it's at my house. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm coming over to try this because I want to try uh, this Craig coffee. said, do you put MCT oil in when you do keto? And I do not. I have, yes. I have done it. I don't generally because um, I'm, I do keto, but I also am trying to keep my calories low. Yeah. And there's lots of calories in MCT so oil. So I also used to. I'm so fat now. It's so bad. Um, I used to intermittent fast in the morning, you know, so I wouldn't put anything in my coffee in the morning. But for a while, I did put MCT oil in my coffee. And I tell you what. It's good. It's not only good. It gave me such a huge boost of energy. It also makes you not hungry ever. To the point where I was like, I don't even know. I wasn't jittery. I was just like jacked. Yeah. But it's a lot of calories, right? It is. Yeah, it, it is. I, I've also calories. done butter. Butter is very good in coffee. Well, they have bulletproof coffee where you'll put butter and MCT oil and like froth it up. Yeah. Mix it all together and have uh, bulletproof coffee, which is well, a huge amount of calories right off the bat in the morning. But it's a lot of fat as well, which is good for the keto diet. And you just don't eat lunch. And then you don't really eat much yeah, afterwards. If you do, it's very light. Um, all right. Should we move on to the news? Can I do one more? Okay, but we can't get down another rabbit hole. We're already at 45 minutes. But I got one more. Okay. One more unpopular opinion. Okay. I'm just kind of an unpopular person. All right. Okay. And you know why? Because I don't freaking like pools. You don't like pools? I don't want to be around a pool. I don't want to go swimming. <laughs> I hate swimming around children. I, I like the fact that my kids have access to a pool and have fun. I don't want to be there. Do you know why I'm laughing? Why? Because I don't understand how we can go through this. We don't disagree about anything. Like, ever. I also yeah, we, hate pools. You mean we don't agree about anything ever? No, we, we agree on everything. We, no, we don't. All of our unpopular... We don't, we've only argued one, the socks. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. For the unpopular part. Well, I'm also, I understand uh, we, may, we might not argue this... But as a popular opinion, people love pools. Yeah, I know. But I don't either. I don't like pools. I really don't care for swimming in pools. No. I don't like swimming around children because I'm always afraid they're going to drown. Yes. <laughs> all you're worried about is kids drowning. That's yeah. all you're worried about. And then you can't get in there and have fun. Like, I can't get in there and just, like, casually drink beer while my kids are swimming around. No, oh, I, I can't. Because they're all I, half dead. I can and I do. But I'm just not a pool person either. I'm not a pool person. My anxiety level at a pool is way too high. I'm not having fun. I don't want to be there. Nolan asked, do you like the beach? The answer to that is not really. I'm not a beach person either. I know I go to the beach a lot. but I, I'm fine with the beach. I, I'm fine with being at the beach. I would rather go to a beach than a pool. Agreed, if somebody yeah. invited me to a pool party, I sit there and look at Amy like, I don't. I don't want that <laughs> at all. Like I, I, I don't want your life. I don't want your pool. <laughs> I'm going to, and I, a lot of times I'd be like, I got to mow. Yeah. I got to mow today. I got to mow right now. And I'll mow instead of going to a pool party. Now, if you invited me to a beach, I can walk around on the beach 
people have to, you have to come out when the boats come up, you know, if we aren't at the swim beach or whatever, like, I don't know. I feel like it's a little more regulated and that's fine. And you're not stuck around a pool. I just, gosh, I really hate pools. I don't want to have a pool. I feel like in my future, I'm going to have a pool. Amy grew up with one. She loves them. She wants everything about a pool. Um, man, I don't, I don't need them in my life. I loved them as kids. When I was a kid, oh, yeah, and we went to a course. pool, I had the time of my Game life. On. I had absolutely the time of my life, and I can't swim for shit. I can swim pretty well. I'm a pretty aquatic person, but I just am not a, I'm not a big water person. I'm no, not I'm not big, anymore. I don't know well, why. I don't know what happened. I don't know what changed. I like the ocean. Uh, Craig was talking about the ocean. I like the ocean, but I like like the... I like going to where the ocean, where it's like the docks with the fishing boats. You know what I mean? I'm not like a big I mean, yeah, the ocean person. The ocean can be terrifying when it comes to like sucking people in and drowning them. Um, because that's what it does. Yeah, I'm not I'm not too worried about that, but Oh, undertow. Man. I'm just not a beach person either, but I, I you rip know, currents. It's fine. You don't get rip currents in a pool. I have a boat, and I haven't even taken it out on the water in like two years. You shouldn't. <laughs> Leave it alone. Well, the problem is I have a friend with a boat, so why would I get my own boat out? <laughs> kind of agree with you. I don't know why you would. That was my last unpopular opinion is that pools are terrible. I want no parts of them, and if you have a pool, don't invite me to it. So flip-flops suck. Uh, mambos are the best. Mambas. Mambos are the best. Uh, pools suck, and Starbucks and any other chain, any other co- any coffee. Really, I've tried like the whole thing, like support your local coffee shop. Mm-hmm. But I go to them, and they're also terrible. I've went to one in the area I will not name, and every time I go there, I have to emergently go to the bathroom <laughs> to the point where it's not a case of all hang on until I get to a place. No, it's a case of I'm going to have to pull off to the side of the road and like rip my shirt off to use as toilet paper in order to like survive the day. I'm not even going to ask which place it is because I'm pretty sure I know. Yes. It's over the overpass, right? Directly over the Uh, overpass. We don't have to. That's all I'm going to say. Turk says, not a water guy. Don't trust things I can't walk on. Love it. That's great. I love that. Like, I love going out on boats and stuff. That's fine. You can walk in a boat, and boats are fun. Um, but, yeah, you can't walk in, in the water. You got to try to, like, keep your head up to survive. I like water sports. Hmm. I like skiing, kneeboarding. It's not a sport. It's a pastime. Whatever. Vic says, my pool is amazing. Well. No, it isn't. For your kids. <laughs> For your kids, I guarantee you it is amazing for your kids. Yeah. There is no reason why you need that pool in your life. It's just an incredible amount of work, first off, for someone. Yeah, a pool someone guy. Someone is taking care of that pool. It takes way too much time and effort in order to keep it not green. And then you send your kids out there. They pee in it. They have fun. That's great. But for me, I don't want to swim around in their pee water. No. You know? And uh, no, keep your pools. What's your news? Um, I got some news. Uh, here's number we one. We got the news. The news. 
Uh, HBO Max. Anybody, any HBO Max fans in the crowd? Oh, me, 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 me. me. Love HBO Max. If you guys have HBO Max, um, you're in luck because they have restructured their pricing. I'm in luck? Yes. They've restructured their pricing. If you don't have HBO Max, you now have the opportunity of a lifetime. They have split the service now into two different level options. Mm, Two Um, levels. So the way it is right now, it's been... Diamond and gold. Right now, it's just been $14.99 a month. That's what it costs. Yeah. Um, Now they are offering $9.99 a month. Ooh. But that gives you ads. Mm. Ads supported. And also no access to, like, you know, all these movies have been coming out, like Su- the Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. All of the no w- access to pre- WB stuff. Premier movies. Or uh, Warner Brothers. Warner yeah. Brothers movies. Um, and at least not in the first whatever, how many, however many days. So. Did they say you have to pay extra if you wanted them at that service? You cannot. You have to. Or you just don't even get it. You don't get them at the 999 level and, it's, and you get ads. So, but. You know, I get ads on my Hulu. Doesn't bother me that I got, much. I got rid of Hulu. Um, Just can't handle it anymore. There was something else I had that had ads. Oh, Paramount Plus. Oh, I don't have that either. You got Paramount Plus. Um, oh, I got to put that on. What, what am I watching? Um, so that's the thing. Like with Paramount Plus and with Hulu and stuff, if you get a a TV service like YouTube TV, a lot of those shows you can watch on there. For sure. The thing is, those are a little cheaper, right? They're, yeah, they're they are. Nine ninety nine a month. So also, they give you the option of paying annually for ninety nine dollars a year. So basically, you shave off two months. You get two months free if you pay annually. So that's great. I thought you said one hundred and forty nine dollars a year. I'm getting there, Jerry. Oh, the regular, uh, no ads. The what we have now, no ads. Premiere movies, yeah, fourteen ninety nine a month. Um, they are now giving you an annual pay option. For $149 a year. So you get two months free. free. So it's basically $30 less a year for HBO. So if you already have HBO Max, go on there and change your plan. Save yourself 30 bucks a year. Did you do that? I have I tried and it gave me an error message like it wouldn't complete. So I'll try again tomorrow. Oh. Um I tweeted from our shared Twitter handle to HBO Max complaining at them. You did? Yeah. <laughs> I found that most companies respond via Twitter quicker than any other medium. For real? Yeah. If you tweet a company with an issue, they pretty much get back to you right away. I tweeted, That's interesting. I tweeted Casey's repeatedly <laughs> about their <laughs> shitty coffee cups, and they like private messaged me. They're like, send us the address, and we will replace their coffee cups with a new style that we have. I'm like, okie dokie. <laughs> really? Have they done that? No. <laughs> oh, I was going to say. like um, That seems really great if they would do that. Uh, Adam says, wonder about those that get it free with AT&T. I have no idea about that, but um, it's free, so I guess it wouldn't apply to you. Right? Yeah. But it anyway, for, me, for people like me and you, this is great news. Because HBO has always been on that line. It's like almost too expensive to justify. It, yeah, HBO has always been the service, regardless of what platform you got it on. And years ago, when you just had to get HBO is the extra like premium service. They were always so fourteen dollars, fifteen dollars a month, always to get it extra. Even when you got it on Directv or Dish Network or whatever satellite service you had, when you subscribed to HBO, it was a significant amount of money that they charged you extra to have that. And then when streaming services came out, 
and I saw that it was $14.99 to have the HBO app when it was just HBO Now, um, HBO Go or HBO Now. I don't remember which one it was, but yeah, um, yeah, it was always $14.99. I was like, I can't justify paying $14.99 for HBO when I can pay five bucks for Hulu. I, I don't get the same stuff, but I get a lot more stuff from Hulu than I am from HBO. Same with stars. I mean, stars was even less than yeah, it's like HBO. nine bucks, right? Showtime was less than HBO. Uh, obviously Netflix and Amazon, all of them, every streaming service. Well, not Amazon. That's more expensive, but now it's like 1799, right? Something like that. I don't, I don't know. I thought when you got Amazon prime, I, I'm just sorry. Like a, I meant uh, Netflix. Didn't I say Netflix? Netflix is expensive. Depending on how many TVs you have it on. Well, whatever the case. Mine I thought was only like 11. No, no. They've upped it. You've just not paid attention. You're Am paying I... like either 15 or 17. Um, but really? It's still the go-to. It's still the first yeah, one it's... you click in and look around. Yeah, it. it's still the one that is has basically solidified its place in the streaming world. HBO has always been around. They just do not have the stuff that they don't have Netflix enough content. does. They're now they're getting it. They're getting now there. now that it's HBO Max and when uh HBO took over uh DC and all of that kind of stuff, when that happened and they gained all these extra properties, and then they combined those apps together to where everything was under one umbrella, which was a- HBO Max. I like it a lot. Yeah, but I still rarely go in there. Um Yeah. I, I you know, agree. I'm looking out for their big properties, and that's about it. But they have enough spaced out enough that you're like, okay, there's always something on the horizon. A couple months out, they're like, well, there's no reason to cancel it because in a couple months, this is going to come out. I know. So, and now with the movies, that's been a huge thing too. Wouldn't you think by this point, at this point in our lives, like in and in the the world of streaming media? That HBO, because HBO has always been at the forefront of um, big shows that have come out. For sure. Yeah. You know, and they've always made a lot of money off of these shows and gained a lot of money because of what they charged and because of what they brought in from those uh, TV shows. Why haven't they changed their platform to buy more stuff? Like, why aren't they buying more stuff, buying more movies, buying more independent shows? They're so small compared to Netflix. It's not even close. They don't even have 60 million subscribers. Even at this point, over the years and years and years. They don't don't even have 60 million subscribers. Do you say that that's... uh, uh, Like, does that stem because they were so far into the satellite TV world? I believe so, yeah. Where they, they were just part got of a left subscription in the dust by yeah. Netflix. Netflix has like it makes hundreds sense. and hundreds of millions of subscribers. It makes sense when you when I think of it this way. Like I'm literally talking about it and realizing why they're so small. And it's because they stayed with a subscription service through satellite, you know, and through like that type of TV rather than like remove itself from that and provide its own service to people outside of right regular cable tv they're smaller than disney at this point and disney barely has any content really i i was still in the world of thinking that hbo was so wealthy and powerful you know you know what i mean it's like a i'm not saying they're not doing very very well i'm just saying that hbo max is a new streaming service it's the newest of all of them right now pretty much 
The streaming service itself, yes, is newer, but HBO has been around for so yes, long. But that was a different model. But you would think the company would still be big enough to support the fact that they could do. I'm sure, the company's plenty big. They're, I mean, they're owned by Warner Brothers, so. So why can't they do new things on like going to Sundance or all the film festivals or different things and start buying, you know, because films they know what makes TV money shows. and that don't make money. Netflix throws a lot of good money probably down the drain on a lot of that crap. But that's also what built them. Maybe. I don't know. I think HBO is more focused on big franchise IP. Netflix wasn't built off of its own stuff, I don't think. No, it's a, it's definitely been a model of let's buy what's out there in the ether. Let's just gobble it up, yeah, and put it out under our own label. That's what they're now. They're producing a lot more stuff now, absolutely, and they've done well. But but they're lagging really behind. Honestly, I mean Disney Disney's the only one in my opinion that's putting out big time things with all their Marvel and Star Disney Wars Disney has caught up so much to Netflix in the last year when it comes to subscribers. Well, the other thing is Disney seems like a great deal. For $14.99 a month, you get Disney, Hulu, and ESPN+. Yeah. You get that whole bundle, and everybody's like, okay, that makes sense. And I never even turned on HBO+, Plus, but or ESPN+, Plus. I mean. Um, I don't need did to. Did I say yeah. HBO? I'm at ESPN+. Plus. And the, the new one I got now is I changed my Verizon phone plan and I got a free year of Discovery Plus from Verizon. Oh, you did? So I'm checking that out now. It's not for me. That's I had Discovery Plus for Marley, a while. Marley I paid likes for all the reality shows. I do too. I had it. I, I talked about it on the show uh, last year. I was watching Deadliest Catch, uh, Gold Rush. Without the crabs? All of that stuff. Huh? Without the crabs? No, it had crabs. Almost out of gas. Call the... I have no idea what you're talking about. Deadliest catch without the crabs. We're almost out of gas. Called it. Never mind. What is that from? <laughs> it's from Step Brothers. Nachos, Lemonheads, My, my Dad's, dad's boat. boat. Yeah. I didn't know it was part of that song. You didn't have the same rhythm. Okay. Um, oh, let's move Come on. Come on, man. Um, Star, or Star Wars. Spider-Man No Way Home has released a gigantic new trailer, Jerry. Holy smokes, did they? If you haven't seen it, I recommend checking it out. Oh, we got some comments. I, I'm sorry, guys. I'm not. Uh, HBO seems to focus on shows that win awards. They just win more Emmys than anyone else. Um, I would agree they have more groundbreaking, like dramatic shows that people talk about. But that's not. And the, they've always been that I way. I don't think that's the direction they're moving for now. Now they want the IP, right? So that's why they're doing big DC projects now and all these kinds of things. Yeah. And the premiere movies, I think, is going to be huge for them. I mean, yeah, I think a lot of people signed up to see the Suicide Squad. A lot of people signed up to see, um, what else did they put? They had another movie earlier this summer, Kong. Yeah, and there was Godzilla. Been a, there's been a, Kong, and then there's been. <laughs> Don't leave out Godzilla, please. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I, I mentioned the one that mattered, um, and then oh, the they guy got, who lost, and then they got spoilers Dune coming up. You know. Which I will not watch on HBO. No, I will we will 100%. be one hundred percent. We will be at the premiere, at the premiere yes. at midnight. I don't care if it's at midnight or what we have to do. We will be at the premiere in October for Dune, and that's it. Like, if we can, everything in the state today got shut down. So basically, because our governor's terrible. Um, anyway, Spider Man No Way Home trailer. Watched it. I need to watch it more times to gather all of the things. 
Yeah, so I watched a, uh, there's a, a YouTube channel called Emergency Awesome, and they do a lot of the hidden, like, Easter egg things, and he went over the trailer for 17 minutes about what was in it and why it was there and what it could mean and all these kind of things. Uh, it's, that is way too in-depth, by it's, the way. It's going to be a, a wild ride. It is going to be a wild ride in that movie because... It was hard for me to focus on the trailer because I was so confused about the, how the Doctor snow? Strange could screw up so badly. It just didn't seem on brand for... He didn't. He didn't screw up. The fact is, is that Doctor Strange at this point is... what. what and this is what I learned from the Emergency Awesome uh, YouTube channel. They said Doctor Strange at this point is at his most powerful. Okay. He's becoming the most powerful Doctor Strange. He is like the guy, right? And uh, he's trying to create this spell for uh, Spider-Man. For Which Tom seems Holland. so reckless, though. He's and he's even told that it's reckless, and he does it anyway. He is, but he knew he could do it. The only reason it failed is because... Spider-Man comes in and starts changing his idea of what he wanted while he's trying to create the spell. And Dr. Strange says, nope, don't do that. Stop that. Like, hang on. Because it's created off of what you want. And then when you start changing your mind, it's changing the spell while he's creating it. And he's got to try to adapt for that. And he couldn't do it. He can't keep up with your mind. And your mind is running so fast, or his mind was running so fast, that it threw the spell out of whack and then all of a sudden goes haywire and he's trying to like rein it all in. I just don't believe that he would have agreed to do it in the first place. It makes no sense. It doesn't seem on brand for the character. I think he was getting a little cocky. He seemed that way, yeah. Anyway, it was great to see them together. I think it's going to be an amazing movie. Um, obviously, a, a well-de-aged Alfred Molina mm-hmm. comes out as Doc Ock and then you get the laugh from... Um, Green Goblin. Willem Dafoe yeah. as a Green Goblin. So that's going to be super cool to see. It's hard for me at this point to believe they're not going to bring in Tobey Maguire. I don't... They they're, haven't they're, announced it. They're but, doing the Sinister, Sinister Six, right? Well, I, they haven't said that. Um, it what it appears to me good. is they're ripping open all the multiverse yeah. and these other characters, which didn't exist in this Peter Parker's universe yet. Um but existed in other Peter Parker universes are now crossing over or crossing into this universe. It makes it really hard to believe for me that you're not going to get a Miles Morales. You're not going to get a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. You're not going to get... I mean, we've seen it done in, in Into the Spider-Verse. I don't see why they I'm, wouldn't do that in this. I've always said, do not believe trailers. No, I know. You know, trailers And they are can only there. do so much in a two-hour movie, too. You got to remember that. Yeah. And but the trailers are there to spark this the conversation of what the movie's going to be, what it could be, or what you think is going to happen, and they lie to you every chance they get. I mean, even in the Endgame trailer, they lied to you. Like the trailer showed Captain America holding Thanos's hand with no no uh, uh, stones on there. There was like two stones in the actual movie. All of them were on the gauntlet. And there was no way Captain America was going to beat that, you know. But in the trailer, it gave you hope to think like, holy crap, Captain America is like holding his hand up 
and going to beat Thanos at that moment. And it drew the whole conversation of what could happen. And I think they're doing the same thing with this. And at the moment when you see Spider-Man in the iron spider suit on the bridge, like he wraps it all around him. I think it's a different moment. Like it could be a different Spider-Man. I think it's a different Spider-Man. Yeah. Personally. I don't know. I, I, I'm intrigued. I, they didn't give you a ton in the trailer, to be honest, but I'm intrigued um, with what they did give us. And I'm, I'm, I don't want to say skeptical, surprised a little bit, maybe by the tone. The whole premise of the it movie. It seems really dark. It, it does. And which I think it's going to be because you're, this is directly before and leading into the multiverse of madness. So like Spider-Man, this movie happens and then it will lead into the multiverse of madness of Dr. Strange because it opens up a whole new world of right. like chaos and shit. You yeah. know, and this is the overarching enemy for the rest of the Marvel franchise. I thought it was interesting that he starts changing his mind midstream because he's like, "Oh wait, I don't want all these people to not know that I'm Spider-Man." So, but he could easily just go back and tell those people again. Well, right, you can, but I don't know. Think about it in your life right now. Like, you don't want people to like forget about you all of a sudden and well, then have to go back and tell them. None of these thoughts crossed his mind before he in in enlisted Doctor Strange to do this. I'm like, you mean changing the entire history and fabric of the known universe isn't going to have massive ramifications? What are you, he's crazy? A kid, he's still a kid, though. That's the idea. It's this kid that's, on a whim. That's my problem with Doctor Strange agreeing, agreeing to, it. to it. Yeah. No, I understand that. And there's been some speculation that maybe that's not the real Doctor Strange. Yeah, they've talked about Mephisto being involved so, so they've never said that that's going to be the case but it could be and the internet's all a buzz about dr strange's sweatpants yeah his cold suit <laughs> like his sweatsuit that he's got on because of the snow um there's a lot of things in this trailer that you could speculate about but i don't know the, the whole premise of the movie to begin with i think is the idea that peter parker wants the world to forget that he is spider-man and he wants to like reverse the fact that he's known as he an enemy. He wants to go home, but there's no, no way home. There's no way home at this point. Yeah, you know that's. I His think life that's has the been idea. ripped, ripped asunder. <laughs> yes, yes. By uh, what's the J. Jonah Jameson? That guy. Love him. He's back. Horrible, horrible human being. <laughs> um, you got any news? Yeah, hang on. Let me pull it up here. Um. So apparently, you know the comic book that I loved, The Old Guard? Yes. Terrible they, movie. They had a movie come out, and it was awful. Didn't it's like legitimately it. Legitimately bad. It, it, it kind of kept to the comic book in a way, and I thought it did that part fine, but the movie itself was very boring, and uh, uh, like every part of it was unnecessary. Ooh. Real quick, Nolan says, in the comics, Mephisto does cast a similar spell. Yeah, that is true. Mm, interesting. Anyway, go ahead. Um, well, apparently they get a sequel. They get a second movie. And they announce the director of the second movie, and they are going to come out with The Old Guard 2. And I just don't think anybody needs it. Is and I don't Charlize Theron in it? Oh, yeah. She's the main character, Andy. Um, I don't know why they're doing this, because that movie could not have done well. Uh, I think it did very well. Did it? Very well. And it was well regarded too. It was just From us. who? It was just us that didn't like it, apparently. I think it did pretty well. 
It, nobody that read the comic could have enjoyed this movie. Well, nobody read the comic, Jerry. I did. Yeah, but and it was so good. Thousand people read that comic, and a hundred million people watched that movie. Well, nine hundred thousand people are wrong. <laughs> um, it did have great action sequences. Um, the action's good. Eighty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Really, with a seventy-one percent audience score. Both pretty good scores. Wow. Yeah. I guess that does solidify the fact that you could make a second one. Because there's plenty of story there. There's plenty of story to, to of pull story. from. Honestly, it could have been amazing. It just, the script was boring. It wasn't. And the writer of the comic book was directly involved. And I don't understand how he let this go through because I don't feel like it was a good representation of the story because that you he put forth. don't know what anything's going to be until you see it. It's, you can't look at a script on a page and know what it's going to be. That's why at this point in the whole comic book movie world that we're in, that I'm, I'm always very judgmental of what's coming out prior to it coming out. I don't feel like it's going to be a good representation. I don't feel like it's going to be a good movie. And it scares me every time I see one. Like Dune. Dune coming out, I am so excited for I ha- I ha- I am trying to bring my and, expectation. And also scared. I'm trying to bring my expectation down for this movie so that I'm not let down because yeah. this the book was amazing. I I don't want to go into it thinking it's going to be the book and it not being. Well, there's that. another amazing comic book that we both love that dropped a trailer. What's that? Why the Last Man. A while ago. Yeah, didn't we talk about we that? We haven't talked about the trailer, though. Oh, I thought we did. We talked about the release date. Have you seen the trailer? I did see the trailer, okay. yes. Um, I, I kind of don't really remember at this point. It's been a couple of weeks since I've seen it. But it looked pretty... I mean... On par with what it needed to be. I don't know if the humor is necessarily there. Well, not with the trailer, it wasn't. With the trailer. Um, it seemed kind of on the grittier side of things, which the, the book, it really isn't. It, it deals with really gritty subject matter, but in a way that's yeah, almost like whitewashed over. That's hard to por- portray in a trailer to to get. Sweet Tooth did it, but nobody knew what Sweet Tooth was. I know. I'm just saying that Sweet Tooth was successful in the style. It, like in my opinion, Why the Last Man should be just like that style was. It's not going to be. No, it's not. Um, which I'm not necessarily against. I will give it a shot. Uh, it's been long enough since I've read Why the Last Man. All the way through, that like it's not going. It's long enough for me that I can consider it a different thing. So I'd be I, fine I, with that. I do think why the last man's subject matter in the comic book was still very heavy. It's just that um, it was heavy, yeah, for sure. But the way it was Yor- drawn, was- Yorick, the character of Yorick, like the last man, um, he brought light to the subject during, you know, the the process of everyone dying and like his travels through the world at that point. He's the one who brought the light to that well, and, and, the, the, and the humor to it and, and the art and the art. Yeah. But as you continue through the story, there's still some very heavy things oh, that happen to him sure. that are not funny. No, no, no. And, yeah. uh, I, I think the trailer did a pretty good job of depicting, um, what the story was about and showing everyone, you know, like the big to do of all the men dying and, women being left and who was left and what was going on. I think it did a good job depicting all of that. I think you have to watch the show in order to pick up the humor aspect of it or the lightheartedness of Yorick Brown. Cause that's just that character. Right. Hopefully 
the character does do that in that show because if he doesn't, it's lost. I don't know that I was sold on that casting after I watched that trailer, but we'll we'll give it a shot. I'm not I'm not by any means running for the hills. No, I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna and watch it, it. And I believe it, it was just a teaser trailer too. Yes. It wasn't even like a full length trailer. I loved the scene of his sister because uh, she was a paramedic, right? Yeah, I liked the scene of her being in the street because I remember that perfectly in the like the first issue. Yeah, there was some imagery from the books that got brought over. It just it's darker. Well, yeah, but yes, it is. I don't know how you make that story. There was a certain innocence about the art style in that book that yeah, gave alleviated, it a it, it alleviated the situation with the lightness of I the... Don't, I don't know how you do that in a show. I think they can do it. I think they can. Sweet Tooth did, but yeah, I don't they, think they're going to do that. They don't look like they're going to do that. They look like they're going to be a little bit um, more heavy-handed on it, and that's fine. It just is what it is. Um, we got to move swiftly. So um, Shazam! Fury of the Gods, second movie, the sequel to the first one, yep. is almost done with filming. Okay. It's almost done. It's right there. So we're going to get that movie very soon. I honestly forgot that this movie was even happening. You know, I wasn't a huge fan of the first one. Um, I thought it was good. It was fine. It was fine. For the time that it came out, I thought it was very good for DC. I, think I it, remember everybody talked about it like, DC did a good job. I think they. I was happy with it. I really um, enjoyed the casting and the level of humor they brought. There was a lot of plot holes, in my opinion, that didn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully they wrap that stuff up. Like how they made Billy and Shazam. He still had the mind of a child when he got... Yeah, when they're supposed to be two separate beings, right, basically. didn't make any sense. Like Billy doesn't exist when it's Shazam. Right. And Shazam doesn't exist when it's Billy. So, yeah, I agree. That was a big issue with the first movie, but, and I don't think it'll be any different in the second movie. You can't change that going from the no, first to second. It wouldn't not. work. Well. That's fine. They just, they, they wanted to do something different. And it's a character that honestly nobody really cared about. No. That much. I know he's big in DC Comics world. Yeah. But that's such a small it universe. It is. That... I, I'm, I'm still for it. Yeah. I'm going to watch the I'll, second I'll movie for sure. for sure. I thought it was cool. Like Again, I have never paid attention to anything that was happening with the second movie. I just happened to see an article today that said principal photography and filming is basically wrapped. I mean, they have very little to do. So it'll be a year. Probably end of next year, I bet you. It'll yeah. be out. Yep. Okay. That's all. That's all I got for That's all you got? the news. Shazam, by the way, I got a Rotten Tomatoes score of... I thought it scored pretty well. 90%. Yeah, I thought it was very 82 good. 82 audience score. Very, very well. I, I enjoyed it. I thought they had at the right level of comedy. It was downright scary for kids. Yeah, we, towards we, the we end. We went to that we, with all our kids. Me we and did, you, yeah. And they were terrified. Yeah, they did not enjoy <laughs> the ending of it at all. Um, I have one little piece of news real quick. Uh, I thought it's interesting. Tic Tac, the company that makes oh, Tic Tacs. Tic Tacs, yeah. Sent a big Tic Tac full of Tic Tacs into outer space. Why? Good question. We've got enough space garbage. <laughs> we don't have to worry about Tic Tacs coming down and falling through our heads. They did it uh, to raise... Oh, okay. So you know how there's the Tic Tac video? Yeah, of, of the, the UFO. UFO. Um, 
To raise awareness of the mysterious object and garner mad social media points, the literal Tic Tac company has sent a jumbo Tic Tac full of Tic Tacs into space. So they did it literally, basically as a gag. Um, Who carried that into space for them? Who did they pay to shoot it into space? I don't get this. um, It had to be Elon Musk. (laughs) Had to be. They wanted to make connections with extraterrestrials and send them a refreshing message. I can't handle it. Until one of the aliens eats a Tic Tac and then dies of some kind of poisoning and then they start an (laughs) intergalactic war. I know. Did they ever think of that? No. Um, How the aerospace company sent into space is the name of the company. Sent into space. Sent the vessel into space. Um, Is this like home? Onto a stratospheric balloon that let it float up into the firmament. Um, The space flight only lasted three hours in total. But that was more than enough time to emit some minty messages into space. Okay, well, this oh, is so becoming a little down. more reasonable. It came back down. Okay, so they put it up on a weather balloon and it came back down. Okay, that's dumb. Okay, that's cool, actually. <laughs> no, it isn't. At least they didn't leave it up there, right? I thought it's they not did. in orbit. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Isn't it terrifying to think that you can ride a balloon so far up into the air that you won't come back down? Didn't somebody do that? I think somebody did do that. But. People have done that on, with balloons, I think. That is terrifying to me. Oh, that man. you can go up so high, like it's so thin. I think this is still in the atmosphere, technically. It's just way up there. But what if you get so far up there that you just don't fall back down? You have to have thrust to get out into out of the atmosphere. Otherwise, well, you, you do no gravity. matter what. Yeah, you got to have thrust to counter the gravity and get you into orbit. Even if you get up into that so thin of air... Yeah, you still got gravity pulling you down, man. Oh, okay. You got to have thrust to escape the gravity of the Earth. Okay, that makes me feel better because I felt like if I ever sat on a balloon too long, I might just continue out into space and. Wasn't there a documentary about a guy that sat in a lawn chair with balloons and went up like way up with a BB gun? With a BB gun and shot balloons until he came back down to Earth. Fucking psycho! (laughs) An idiot! Like that's unbelievable. All right, let's move into what we're watching. Once again, we're not gonna have time to do our awesome lists. Why? We're we got plenty of time. I got because I got a bunch of what we're watching. All right, I'll have to pare it down. Um, real quick. Yeah. Paramount Plus. I have it. Okay. Forgot I, I had it. Have it. Yeah. Um, I only know this because my kids were rabid about wanting to see a certain movie that released. Um, <laughs> Kurt says that's the movie Up. <laughs> it's close. Oh, my gosh, there's so many. I'm sorry. Um, Nolan said, easy way to lighten up Why the Last Man. Add Tim Allen and have him tell some jokes. Rename it Why the Last Man Standing. Standing. (laughs) Um, I love Tim Tim Allen. He was recently um, in the news. He was giving some political opinions that I thought sounded really reasonable. I like the guy. Paramount Plus. There's a movie, if you have little kids, um, you're going to get bombarded into seeing. It's called Paw Patrol, the movie. Oh, yeah. It's out in theaters. It's out in theaters, but it's also on Paramount Plus Direct. Okay. It can't be much different than the TV show. It's not that bad. I was really surprised. You watched the Paw Patrol movie? I, I mean, my kids have watched it 300 times already. Jet, mostly. Yeah. So I've caught enough bits and pieces that I can pretty much string the whole movie together. Okay. First of all, the animation is like 
it's like real. It's like real animation rather than the cartoon, which is, you know, cartoonish. Yeah. yeah. It's like computer animation. So okay. it's a lot better. And a little more fluid. It's not a bad movie for a little kid's movie. I've never disliked Paw Patrol. It's it's one of the more bearable kids' movies that has no um there's no reason like most like Disney movies, like there's a reason adults would they always throw in jokes for adults. Yeah. There's a reason why adults don't want to see them. There is no reason for an adult to watch the Paw Patrol movie unless yeah. it's like I don't know. Is Chicoletta in it? I don't know who that is. Chicoletta? No. The mayor's chicken that she carries around? I don't know as much about Paw Patrol as you oh apparently. <laughs> apparently not. All right, so we'll move on from that. But if you have little kids and you're forced to watch that movie, it's not terrible. Um, okay. I'll do a real quick. I finished uh, Schmigadoon. Oh, you did? I did not. I, I haven't watched all six episodes. There's no. only six. No, I haven't. All right. We'll I hold stopped off. at four. But we'll hold off on that. No, continue. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. I. I it's a nice fun heartwarming little story did they wrap it they like, did they wrapped it up okay I, there's no need for another one that's all i was looking for is that they get a little bit of closure to this story because what i felt the whole time watching this was like this is going to be never ending no they wrapped it up it's only six episodes um half hour episodes it was short um i actually enjoyed the show i can't recommend it because it's not that good yeah um it's not something that there's a lot of people that just wouldn't be into it and that's fine it was fine i liked it put a smile on my face from time i like keegan michael key a lot oh gosh he's good um he's great and everything it has a heartwarming ending okay that's good but, I was hoping for that. Yeah. And and I will finish it. For just two episodes, it'll be easy for me to finish. It's not worth spending a lot of time talking about it. If if, if it's something, if you like a, a fresh comedy that's a little different and you With like musicals. Musicals, man. Um, you'll enjoy it. If you like Michael Key, Keegan Michael Key, you'll enjoy it. Okay, okay, okay. Um, my, uh, I don't know how many to do here. Okay, I'm just going to keep going. Just go. The Witcher, Nightmare of the Wolf dropped it's an animated witcher movie on mm-hmm. netflix did you watch it yet no okay um well then we'll wait to talk about it what's your overall opinion um i enjoyed it i actually i'm not all the way done with it yet i watched about three quarters of it last night and then fell asleep towards the end um just because it was late not because i wasn't interested sure um it is more of an anime style they call it netflix mm. anime but it's not really anime. It's just kind of it's similar to the to the style of like the DC animated movies. Oh, okay. Um, it's a little more more animated than that, maybe. It's um, it's violent. It's definitely it's rated be. rated rated R. Um, but it's very much a similar in its in its structuring and storytelling as the TV show The Witcher. It's not as good, but I did enjoy it, and I think you'll enjoy it as well if okay. you like The Witcher. I would think it's an obvious watch. I like me some Witcher. Yeah, and it's earlier in history when like the yes, Witchers before. Were, were bigger. They're like a kind of a bigger organization. Um, uh, the big uh, Walking Dead came back season uh, eleven, the first mm-hmm. episode, of season eleven. Yeah, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it because you're not a fan. But I'm going to tell you what: this was like the most cinematic episode of The Walking Dead I've ever seen. What? It was like a freaking creepy horror movie almost it was crazy i really enjoyed it you don't like horror movies i really 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 liked it i'm excited about this season 
for season 11. Yeah. Okay. It had an awesome. It's the last one. It had it's a, the last one you get. You will never get any more. 22 episodes broken into two seasons. Holy crap. Uh, oh, there's going to be a season 12? No, it's, they always do fall and two spring. Part, two parts. Two parts. Two seasons, season. yeah. Um, I loved the first episode. I'm on board all the way. Um, really great classic Walking Dead cliffhanger ending. Okay. Um, real intense, like, creepiness in this, in this episode. Mm-hmm. Kurt says Walking Dead is great, Jerry. Did you watch uh, the first episode of season 11, Kurt? Because it's pretty good. It was great. And I do understand that a lot of people enjoy this show and love it. And I'm sure that the most recent seasons were good. I just lost so much interest when it was the same thing over and over and over and over again. Yeah. It's got boring. Well, it's not now. It's, it's pretty different now. Can I skip season five through eight? Uh, through eight yeah 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 for sure because season nine jumps t- 10 years in the future perfect you definitely can skip that so i can just start at nine nine well half of it or the first 10 episodes or so are in the past and then then they make the jump so actually that'd be a perfect place to start yeah it sounds like it um i'll i'll leave uh the Marvel, the new Marvel show, because I'm sure you're going to want to talk about that too. Yeah, I want to talk about the, my last one, the big one that I saw. I went to the movie theater. Oh, you did! And, oh my gosh, uh, this has caused an uproar in my family. Yeah, we went to the movie theater, just me and Cash. He really wanted to see this movie that I wasn't super thrilled about, to be honest with you. I mean, I wanted to go to the movies, and I wanted to go to the movies with Cash. Okay, and this is certainly not a movie that I'd be like, no, come on, I don't want to see that. Uh, we went and saw Free Guy. Yeah, with Ryan Reynolds, I yeah. just I just didn't have high hopes. I I thought it'll be fine. It'll be fun to go to the movies, but I didn't have high hopes. The trailer and seeing so much about it over. I mean, we've seen about this movie for like the last year and a half. Yeah, a couple of years. Yeah, it's it's been a. They've been talking about this for a long time. I don't know if it was in production that long. I just think it was held up from COVID. But I was not impressed by the trailer. I thought it looked really goofy, really dumb. It did not spark anything in my brain to say, you need to go see this movie. So my reaction, it was fantastic. Wow. This, really? This movie, I, it was really, really good. It was a great... It was fantastic. Fun time at the movies. Um, fantastic. Engaging the whole time. Very funny. Okay. Great action. Um, it's got a 94% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, by the way. I tell you what, everything Ryan Reynolds touches in the last six years, seven years, has been gold. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you what. Um, Especially for f- four fans. I was really blown away by how good this movie was. Not only was it a super fun, engaging action movie, mm-hmm. it had a ton of heart, has a great heartfelt story and message that can resonate with anybody, kids, adults. Now, I was really worried because I, I just didn't know how appropriate it was going to be for especially sure. an 8-year-old. It's PG-13. It's PG-13. Um, the action and the violence, which there is a lot of violence, but it's very, very cartoon violent. It's basically like Fortnite-type violence. There's no blood. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, except for R.I.P.D. <laughs> that was a while ago. Yeah, that is a while ago. You're um, right. The, yeah, the violence right. is very... If your kids play Fortnite, they're, it's totally fine. Um, the language. Oh, so it is. 
very similar to that. Yeah, it's there's no blood. It's just very it's video game violence. Okay. Um, over the top video game violence at that. Um, you know, there's some language. They drop an f bomb. Yeah, they drop some stuff like that. That's fine. I was more worried about like sexual innuendo, right. stuff like that. Right. And there's a couple things, but they're veiled enough that it's going to go over a kid's head. Um, but anyway, this the, it, it ri- reminded me like a way better version of Ready Player One. Yeah. But with like a lot more humor. That was actually pretty funny. I laughed out loud many times in this movie in the theater. Really. And on top of that. A really, really nice message and a really heartfelt, heartwarming story um, that was fantastic. And there's two parts of it. There's the things that happen in the video game world and the things that happen in the real world. Because, you know, Ryan Reynolds is a video game character. Yeah. And he doesn't know it. And he's just discovering that. And there's heartwarming, real heartwarming stories in both of those worlds. And those worlds are constantly crossing over. Uh, Taika, Taika Watiti plays the bad guy. He's oh, he like, does. He's like the um, the. It's basically Fortnite. The game is Fortnite, basically, and he plays the video game developer. Yeah, as like in charge of that world, and it is the most. It's just an over the top, very humorous, um, you know, evil CEO type character. Yeah, he plays it so ridiculously. I've seen a lot of people that have That's- been like. He was terrible. It didn't make any sense. I loved the shit out of him, his character in this. He did it great job. It's re- he's ridiculous over the top, but I found him really funny. I love Taika Waititi, and I thought he was really good in this. Ryan Reynolds is freaking fantastic. All the other actors in it, fantastic. Um, there is a moment at the end, um, not at the end, but like in, towards the climax, where. They somehow got, I don't even want to spoil it, so I'm not going to. They somehow got some massive IP that they were able to steal to use in this movie. Really? That as soon as it happens, you're like, both times that it happens, you're like, what? (laughs) Go see this movie in Uh, theaters. I'll tell you right now, what has happened over the last week is that you told me about it. You just... You sent me a text message, and this is right like, as I was walking out of the theater. This is a spoiler for a behind the scenes of Snarf Talk, basically of our lives. But Chris and I do not speak about TV shows normally, or movies, or anything. We don't tell each other about what we've seen, and we do that on purpose so that we can have the genuine conversation for you, the viewer, and like for us to get genuine reactions of what we've seen and what like what we think of the shows we watch. And Chris sends me a text message and he says, we don't normally do this. I don't normally tell you about shows I've seen. He said, but you absolutely have to go see Free Guy. It is one of the best things I've seen in a long time. I loved it. It was the best movie and, I've seen this year. Definitely. You, you told me that and I read it and I was like, oh, this has to be a joke. I, I honestly thought it had to be a joke because... It looks so dumb to me. It looks so dumb to me. The trailer, and again, don't believe trailers, right? Like, I've said it forever. Don't believe trailers. I shouldn't have believed the trailer that it was that dumb, but I also don't know why you would put out a movie in a, like, put your movie out in a trailer to make it look that dumb. Like, that's not going to make it enjoyable for anybody or, like, make people want to come see it. 
apparently it did, and people went and saw it, and everyone loves it. I so, think it's done very well. You've told me this. Well, then Cash, uh, Chris's son Cash, has not stopped talking about it since he's went and seen it. And my son Grady is with Cash all the time. And now Grady has nonstop hounded me literally since Saturday because him and Cash talked on their iPads uh, about it. And from Saturday until today, I came here to pick Grady up. And he's like, can we go see Free Guy? I said, yeah, probably this weekend, bud. He's like, can we go tonight? I said, no, we're not going tonight. Like we don't, I don't haven't planned for it. I don't have time. And he was the most disappointed. He's like, I want to go right now. Got to go right now. It's like, (laughs) it's not going to happen. Probably this weekend. And so now that I've told him that, that it's probably going to be this weekend, tomorrow after school, he's going to expect me to pack everything up and we're leaving to go to the movies to go see Free Guy. If it doesn't happen tomorrow night, Saturday morning, first thing, he's going to be like, when do we go? When, when when's the movie? It was so good that right after the movie, me and Cash turned to each other and literally both said at the same time, "That was awesome." That's cool. I, it makes me so excited because I love that experience. Yeah, I absolutely love the experience of going to movie uh, a movie, especially with the boys. N- yeah, like not only for myself or for us, like when we go and see movies, but. Going with kids now that are of the age to be able to this understand movie is it. perfect for like a, any eight to fourteen year old kid, especially if they play Fortnite, yeah, or video well, games. In general. So me and Grady and Grant, my middle son, we're gonna us three are gonna go see it this weekend, and uh, I'm I'm way more excited for it now. Yeah, hearing the review from you because I I know they're going to love it and. It'll be a really, really fun experience leaving because of the conversation on the way home. I mean, I don't want to get you... It's not like a life-changing movie. I get it. But it's just really fun. And yeah. It's a really good time at the movie. And it's a really good time where you're never going to have a second where you even think to like pick up your phone or like... Yeah. No, that makes me excited. And I think about sitting there with a giant-ass bowl of popcorn. Yeah. And just shoveling it in my face with a cherry Coke. Just that experience alone is so great. Nolan said, "Guess I know where me and my son are going to do with going to do with part of the hundred dollars in gift cards I got for Christmas from AMC in 2019. 2019 gift cards. Absolutely, Perfect. I have uh, many hundreds, probably like a hundred dollars worth of Fandango gift cards, and I've been using them. Do yeah, that's what I always do too. We got them for um, our anniversary. I actually use an app called Flickster. Yeah." And the only I, thing I don't like about Fandango is they charge you a stupid fee, but I have gift cards, so it's fine. Yeah. But we went to Joliet. Um, it's where, it's I hadn't been to Joliet in a while. Kind I've of my preferred location. Doing the Oswego thing for a while. I'm done with that. Joliet's the place to go. The reclining seats, that's the place to go. Man. I know. You always talked about going to Oswego, and I liked it when we went, but I've been going to Joliet recently. And I just like Oswego boy. for the GDX. So if you want to go to an IMAX level show, I like Oswego. But those reclining seats they get in Joliet, that's the place to go. It's man. all reserved seating. You don't have to wait in line for oh. anything. Once you've bought your ticket, that's why I always buy it in advance and instead of getting it there. It's hard to get tickets, though, because like that theater we ran probably only had 50 seats. They the, really, yeah. They've cut down the amount of seats. They've cut down the amount of seats. But if you can get in early and buy your ticket, you get really good seats regardless of where you're at. You have your own big recliner with heated seats if you need that. Um, and a tray, you know, yeah. that for you, it is amazing. And Grady loves that experience too. It's like 
Yeah, we're going to go to the one with the seats, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, we are. Dude. So I definitely highly recommend it. That's my two cents on that. Uh, that's you, cool. That's all for me. So you got some? Um, the only one I have, besides Ted Lasso, I've seen Ted Lasso's fourth episode, the one after the Christmas episode. And again, I mean, we're not going to talk about it until the season's over, but I, I have great. nothing to say bad about this show. Um, every character I love. This show, that show, above anything else, has done such a good job. Did you score a few job. tears when Roy Kent came back? Um, I don't want to say. <laughs> I don't, it was a great scene. It kind of saved the episode. Yeah, it did. Because the episode was... It was all building towards that, It though. was building towards that moment. It was all building towards the moment, and you get it. You get what you want. The show always gives you what you want, and the way they've developed every single character to make you want to love them in every capacity of what they do is just sickening to me. Yeah. It's like, how did you do this? I don't like Sam. He's annoying to me. Um, I don't know if he's annoying to me. Yeah, he's just always like on a crusade against some something. Yeah, I can understand that, but I you can also appreciate it for being opposite of other people. I guess you know what I mean. Like, it's not always, you know, daisies, Chris. You know, yeah. Sometimes there's oil companies that spill oil in Nigeria, right, and shit all over everything. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, so Ted Lasso, yes, I've been watching that. We will give a full uh, hardcore review when the season's over. But uh, I also watched, the only other thing that I've really watched besides baseball um, is the, I, I saw the first episode of the new Disney Plus show, Marvel show, What If. Yes, and I saw both episodes. You've seen the, uh, the first two, okay. The second one had to deal with Black Panther, right? The second one was, what if Black Panther became Star-Lord in Guardians. instead of Peter Quill? Okay, that's interesting to me, and I want to watch that. The uh, first one is, what happens if um, Agent Carter got the Super Soldier Serum, and I guess she's Captain Britain um, instead of Captain America, but what, yeah. if, what if she got it instead of Steve Rogers? Right. and that, So that's where I was confused last week when I was talking about it before I saw the episode is that I said she took over as Captain America. Really, she doesn't take over as... She does, but she doesn't. She does take the super soldier serum that Captain America couldn't get, but she does come as Captain Britain because she's British, and that's who she portrays after that. Um, what I will say about this show, um, as a whole, I, I love it. I love the animation style, first off. I mean, but yeah, before I get into any negatives, the animation is the best I've ever seen. It is, yeah, it's, bar none, the best I've ever it's seen. stellar, and I'm not sorry for the S's, but it's a stellar animation quality. And also, like, in that first one especially, the action sequences are brilliantly done. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Everything about that first episode to me was absolutely amazing. Do I necessarily enjoy the storyline? That's the problem. No. Um, I felt very bored at many points in both episodes. Okay. Um, I did like the second one a little better. Um, so plot-wise, I think there may be a little to be desired there. But do I like the concept? Yes. And for the animation and the action, see, her, in those fight scenes where she's destroying the Nazis, I mean, that's incredible. It is awesome. Yeah. It is awesome to watch her do that. 
I thought b- the build up to the story in the first episode was better than, you know, you get to like the midpoint and then once the story arc starts falling over to like the third act of that one show, it fell off for me and got boring. It did get boring towards the end big time. Um the build up of her being uh the new super soldier and then going to fight the bad guys, I thought was really fun. I thought that was great. And I thought it was going to come like, I was excited for what was going to come next and it dropped off towards the end. That's the first episode. I, I haven't seen the second one. You may feel the same about the second one. You said you liked it a little better, but it blew me out of the water just because of the animation and fight scenes. I was drawn in right away and kind of, I was lost in that. Yeah. And then afterwards, I started thinking about what the story was and I was like, well, that was kind of boring. Like I really didn't have, I really didn't have any interest in what was going on in the story. I was just really enamored by the way it looked right, and the way they acted. I thought it was good. I think the voice acting was very good too. Yeah. Um, But I'll have to see what more episodes are going to be about. It's nothing that I would uh, like, you know, base my week over waiting for it to be released to go watch a new episode. I will eventually watch all of the episodes that come out. Um, whether I do that week to week, I doubt. I doubt I will. I would agree with that. Just just because, like I said, I mean, there are two episodes out right now, and I have not watched the second one because it didn't pull me in to say, like, I need to watch the second one right now. Let's get it in. Like, watch all of them. It's, I didn't do that. I guess neither what if scenario that's been presented to this point is that interesting. Is shown that much. It's not that interesting to me. Yeah. Now there are some what if stories that are amazing. Yeah, for sure. That in the comic book world, there are huge what if stories that people really, really like. And I hope they tap into some of that stuff. But uh the first two, I get why they did the Captain America one because it was the first Marvel yeah. person, you know, in the cinematic world. Um it surprises me about Black Panther as Star Star Lord. That surprised me. I didn't think they would have that. Uh, up front, but it was well, a good, it was a there's a lot of what ifs in that in that in that episode that's for sure yeah it's it, it it's kind of completely different. You also have to kind of suspend the belief of what uh, all of these comic book characters were before. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's a story of what if. Like it's not going to be anything that you no, remember no. of it's the story. Completely being. different. So like for example, in the second one, and I, this is not really a huge spoiler, but you know, like it's him. He's like the Ravengers were a completely different organization and Yandu is a big character in it. Thanos is also a character in it. Yeah. Um, the third episode is out. I think what if all superheroes oh, yeah. disappeared? Just reading it too. Um, that's kind of cool. Yeah. That'll be interesting. So I, you know, I'm in, I'm just not gonna, it's not like a week to week and must watch thing for me, but no, um, I liked it and the animation's incredible and I hope they can give us more. Yeah. It's going to be hard. You know, it's a week to week show that doesn't, nothing carries over. Yeah. There's nothing to it. So it's not one of those things that you're going to get wrapped into, right? You don't have to watch it. Right. Like it doesn't tie into anything. It's just an animated series that they put out. I love the intro um, though with the watcher, like mm-hmm. talking about the universe and the yeah. multiverse. It, that part's cool to me. It's a great concept. It's, I mean, we'll, we'll see what it is towards the end, but. It's nothing blowing my mind right. by any means. But besides the animation, it, that does. I think it's great. But um, so that's it. That's all I've watched. Oh. I haven't really watched much more besides my. I always watch 
my weekly Hell's Kitchen and MasterChef and baseball. New ones? Yeah, yeah, new seasons. See, I don't know. I don't have regular TV, so. Yeah, the newest seasons of Hell's Kitchen and MasterChef are out, and I watch those usually back-to-back. I love them. Hell's Kitchen is incredible um, for yelling and screaming at these teams of people that are supposed to be professional chefs but can never cook on the spot. And then MasterChef is the opposite of that, where you have home cooks coming in to prove that they can cook in a kitchen, you know, and be a master chef. I love that show because of what surprises you about it. I love cooking shows. I love Gordon Ramsay. I don't care if he's going to be doing these shows when he's 110 years old because he will never die. I love Gordon Ramsay too, but I tried to check out his new travel show on Nat Geo. I think it's on Nat Geo. It's on Disney Plus. It's like basically... I don't think he does that anymore though. I don't know, but yeah, I think it's a relatively new show. It's not good. Oh, really? It's very boring. Yeah, well, that's not what I want to see, though. Uh, I want to see these reality competition I want them to slap pieces of bread against somebody's head and call them an idiot sandwich. Yeah. You donut! (laughs) What, you donkey? Kurt says, uh... It's raw! Katie wants to know, have you talked about the new Flash season? No, I haven't we seen haven't the watched it. I've on, I'm honestly probably three seasons behind. I'm at least two. Yeah, for sure. I think I'm three seasons behind. I hate to say that. I, as soon as I saw her say Flash, it hurts me to say that I haven't been watching it. I love that show. I really do. Why I got out of it, the only reason I could say that I've gotten out of watching The Flash is because of the bombardment of new shows, new movies, new everything that continuously punch us in the face Yeah, that I have to watch when like Star Wars was coming out and then Mandalorian and all of the things Disney Plus was doing and then Marvel keeps throwing things at me. And honestly, that's why. All of that stuff is so new and enticing. A flat, like the sixth or seventh Flash season just doesn't pull me in as much as what the new shows do. Do I need to go back and watch them? Yes, absolutely, because I do love The Flash. She said you should be ashamed. I am. I am ashamed, and I'm bloody hurt. What are you, an idiot sandwich? I am. Um, We forgot to talk about Batman, The Long Halloween. Did you watch the second? Yes, I did. We've got time. Um, The Long Halloween. Do you remember it? Part one and part two. Um. Yeah, I think so, vaguely. We've got about nine minutes. Um, I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a solid offering. I, do I think it was anything that was like mind-blowing? No. But I thought it was a really solid offering in general from DC Animated Films. Again, it's probably one of the better ones. That's that what I've I was going to say. I think it is one of the best... Uh, adaptations to animation that DC has done. I mean, they did um, recently. The Dark Knight Returns. Since then. Since then, yeah. Since then, this is one of the best ones. It's very faithful um, to the comics, is what, one thing I liked. It's in two parts, right? So it's two movies. Yeah. Uh, very faithful, A. B, uh, very rated R. Yep. Which I loved. Which I loved, yep. Um, and... I like the fact that part one and part two are completely different in their tone, kind of. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I did enjoy... Part two is way more action-heavy. Right, because it's building the story in the first 
movie. So the it's first more movie, mystery. The first one's more mystery. Yeah, mystery, mystery detective setup. It's trying to figure out what's going on. All these things start happening. Nobody knows why, and they're trying to figure it out. And then at, there's a little bit of a breakthrough towards the end that they're starting to realize what's going on. And then the second movie launches off of that, and you get the rest of the story. I think it is a, a relatively good repre- representation of the comic book to movie. Um, they've switched some scenes around, like some scenes in the movie happen before they happen in the comic book, and some in the comic book happen before they happen in the movie. But overall, uh, transmitting the story, and I think they did a really good job. It's a really good representation. And I mean, I loved, I've always loved the story. At the end of the day, it's kind of a mob story, right? Yeah, so it's absolutely. about like the, the different mob families, their history, and, and their future. And what you have to understand is that Batman is very new at what he's doing. He's also a minimal character. He is. He's not, it is a Batman story, but it's happening around him. And he's, this is the second year, basically, that he's been Batman at this point. And there are so many things going on. You can't expect him to be able to be the overarching, like encompassing, like good guy to wrap it all in. He's got to have help. And I read some things where people were upset that Catwoman had such a big part or that uh, Harvey Dent's part was really big in the first part and that Batman got his ass kicked too much. All these kind of things. But I think that's awesome. I honestly believe that that's a truer story into real life than just because his name is Batman and because he has certain abilities that he's just automatically going to walk in and just, you know, trounce everyone all the time. It's not the case. He was new. He doesn't know what's going on. A lot of these people he's meeting for the first time, he does get his, get his ass kicked and it shows that he needs like people around him in order to do his job because he's not necessarily a superhero. He's a dude that just has certain abilities and needs everyone a around very him. Very specific set of skills. Yes. Um, I did like the fact that it plays with Batman kind of skirting justice yep. or manipulating justice. I like... That's not the best way to put it. I like no, that riding the line of what's rides, right and wrong. He rides the line that's what's right and wrong, but he also will side with the wrong side or let certain yeah. things go mm-hmm. or work with certain people that are problematic because it's the best way to get the job done. And I liked seeing that because I feel like it's a lot more realistic. And if you have the kind of power that Batman has like in his not only in his abilities, but in his whole mystique, because he really is built up by this point to be very symbolic, mm-hmm. right? And so if you're carrying that kind of power, it's really easy. You know, I'm glad they didn't make it be like, okay, he he's the Superman route where it's like, okay, well, I've used you to justify, or I've used you to get um, as a means to an end, but now that I've used you, justice has to be weighed upon you. No, it's not that way it works, and I like that. Right. At the end of the day... He's like, okay, you were a means to an end, and we'll let it be at that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. At the end of the day... First off, I think I said this the last time when we talked about the first uh, uh, movie, but 
it blows me away at how how much um, Christopher Nolan drew from this story for the Dark Knight trilogy, basically. Like, Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and uh, what's the third one? Dark Knight Rises. Definitely with the Dark Knight, he drew from this story big yeah. time. Yeah. Heavily. The Harvey Dent story. Yeah, basically. the whole Harvey Dent story and a lot of things that he does. And um, even in the third movie when he's dealing with Catwoman, you know, a lot of that is pulling from this uh, book. We, we don't talk about the third movie. I don't mind it. It's fine. But anyway, at the end of the day, I look at these movies to see what kind of representation they have from the comic book. Because I feel like if you're going to create an animated movie based off of the comic book that they are doing, DC says, we're making an animated movie based off the comic book of Jeff Loeb's like uh, uh, Long Halloween. Okay. Well, I want to see that book in live action. You know, I mean in animated action, you know, I want to see that represented to me on the screen. I feel like they did a very good job at that. I think it did it. I think it, it brought that book to life for me. I've read that book so many times and I've had a love for it forever. And I think it did a really good job of it. And I have no problem with the movie whatsoever. So if you have ever read the comic book, I would say absolutely watch this movie. You will enjoy it. If you've never read the comic book, whatever, watch this movie. You, you will do enjoy not it. have to have read you any comic to no, see you this don't, movie. You don't need to. I'm just saying yeah. if you have read it and had reservations about the movie, don't go see it or watch it. If you don't want to read and, you know, are incredibly lazy and can't flip pages and have a mind of your own. That's fine. This movie will do it for you. Yeah, and absolutely. It's good. It's very good. If you are a fan of Batman in any capacity, then you should definitely see this. Yes. I mean, I would say as far as expanding on what Batman is as a literary character, then this is a great representation of taking what in the movies can appear to be a one note character mm-hmm. and really expanding on that. Yeah. I like so that. if you, if you enjoy Batman as a character, then this is a must watch. Yeah. I, I think, um, I completely agree with you. Was it, I, I really can't point out any flaws other than the fact that like, I guess I never got like super excited about it at any moment. Like, right. You know what I mean? But it still was a really solid offering with great action and a very mysterious story and a tone that was just right, you know? You, you have a certain audience that wants to go watch animated movies, you know? Um, we are of that audience. The majority of people would never think... Most people don't even know this exists. Right. They would never think, like, I better go watch that new animated movie that DC put out. No, nobody looks at that. Right. And to be honest, I don't necessarily pick up on it very much either, except that the news that I look at, it stumbles into my way, you know, throughout the news that I'm looking at for the show. And then I'll see that these movies are coming out, but I don't necessarily seek them out either. Um, But man, they're fun. Yeah. I I mean, I I would say this has got to be, you know, I really liked The Dark Knight Returns Part 1 and Part 2. That would be my number one. Yeah, absolutely. I really liked uh, Justice League Dark. That was mm-hmm. really good. And then this. So those three are Killing kinda, Joke. The Killing Joke was good. We this went is, to theaters and see this that. This is better than The Killing Joke, I thought. 
Um, I really liked The Killing Joke. Yeah. I thought that was really fun. I think the experience of seeing it in the movie theater made it better for me. Yeah. Because I've never went back to watch it. I'm glad they made this in two parts, too, because it did allow them to make two different movies. Um, and I think that was right. I don't know how you could condense it down into one movie. Right. They tried to do that with Hush, and it was a failure. It didn't work. And I want to see um, Court of Owls. Oh, man. Yes. So bad. Uh, I want to see Death of the Family. Um, I would see Death in the Family. Um, that Any Zack Snyder run of Batman, I want to see as an animated movie. Absolutely. Right, right now. Yep. And I feel like that needs to be the next thing they do. And if DC, if you're listening right now, which I'm sure you are, I don't understand why you wouldn't be, uh, that's you, the next property you need to start doing for Batman anyways is the whole Zack Snyder run. If you need anybody to consult you on that or to be a part of it, Chris and I would be more than welcome you know, to do that. Did they make year one into a movie? I don't believe I they did. I don't think did. they did. That was, that was a good one. Um, Nightfall is a very good one. That oh, would be a good one. Nightfall, to do. holy smokes, yeah. Um, well, and that's Nightfall's where you get the whole bane breaking your back thing, right? Um, Arkham Asylum, if they did it like the book, mm-hmm. the Grant Morrison book, that would be great. That'd um, be trippy. Yeah, I'm trying to just see what. Um, There's a a million, dude. Like there are so many books that you could make into a movie of Batman that would be amazing. You could have horror. You could have detective. You could have action. You could span the gauntlet. Death in the Family. Yeah, they they should definitely make that. Because that could be a kind of a shorter one. That wasn't a super long book. No, but Um, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And heart. Like there's so much heart and like emotion to those books. I agree. So I think that's it. We've reached our time. Thank you for taking the journey with with us. Man, guys, it goes so fast. Check us out on patreon.com slash snarf slash snarf comics. Follow us. Hit the like and share button if you would. We would yes. appreciate it. Share, uh, share, share, folks. For Snarf Talk this week, I've been Chris. I am Jerry. See you. Bye.